0: Are you a type 2 diabetic and do you really just want to be like healthy and you want to be free and you want to just be yourself at the end of the day, the healthiest, happiest possible version of yourself? Well, if the answer is yes for you, today we're going to be going over two simple books that really kind of help me unlock the keys to freedom from type 2 diabetes. So you know what? Let's just get right into it. Hi. My name is Davis, and I'm part of a group you've probably never heard of. We can't be defined by the mainstream Is together we're the face of a movement. And because we all know that what type 2 diabetes can do to us and the people that we love, we want all the possibilities to live in the life that we deserve. Since we're fighting for ourselves, the people that we love, and for one another, we have to play the game different. We have to play the game smarter. Because the faster we spread our message and help each other out, the faster we're saving lives. The faster we're saving lives, the faster we're saving families. And the faster we're saving families, the faster people just like you and I change the world. Forever. So if no one's ever told you, let me be the first to tell you right now that you have every single right to live in the life that you've always wanted, that you have every single thing that it takes within you to crush type 2 diabetes on your own terms, and don't ever let anyone take that from you. Now if you ask someone stuck in the past, they tell you what we're doing is impossible, yet it's happening every single day, all because we chose life over type 2, and these are our stories. Now on a personal note, since we know what works for everybody is different, do not use any of this information to treat, cure, or diagnose type 2 diabetes or any other metabolic condition as any and all changes must come from your doctor's care. I'm simply sharing what's taken me from a total diet failure since I was a kid, then turned morbidly obese and diagnosed type 2 diabetic and ultimately told that I'd probably end up dying the same way that my grandfather did to completely turning everything around and now sharing everything in the hopes to save as many lives, in the hopes to save as many families that deal and struggle with the same metabolic condition that i have so if you haven't already go ahead and like subscribe share this information and let's get on with the show hey it's davis are you a type 2 diabetic have you ever gone from like diet to diet you know with like these different ups and downs and in the end you just wanted the freedom to be yourself right or maybe you're like me where you've you know gone online and you watch all these other people like facebook groups or on the internet or whatever completely turn a page turn their lives around and you're like wondering like Man, when's it finally going to be my turn, right? Look, if any of this sounds familiar to you, for you, I've made a 21-day free blood sugar challenge. That's right. It's a free 21-day blood sugar challenge, and you can get it right now at lifeovertype2.com backslash 21 days. That's lifeovertype2.com backslash 21 days. In it, I reveal all kinds of stuff that you'll probably never see anywhere else. Everything from like the highlighter trick that I use to completely shortcut the success behind a lot of these different type 2, diabetes diets out there without any of the headache, the strain, or any of the pressure and really the stalls and the breakups that a lot of these other people are going through with those diets, right? At the same time, I show you everything from like, how I lost my first 75 pounds without any drugs, exercise, or any hardcore dieting whatsoever. And I even show you the three-step A1C shortcut, and you can get it all right now for free at lifeovertype2.com backslash 21 days. Again, that's lifeovertype2.com backslash. 21 days. What up? And let's get down with the boogie. So here we go, um, man. I uh, this one here for you, for 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 you is a phenomenal one because here's the deal. So let me kind of shortcut all this trial and error for you because whenever I so I'm, I'm taking time off of social media, obviously, and it's kind of weird because um, you know, uh, it's one of those things where we have like sometimes social media can be Part of our daily thing, and if I'm being real honest, me pursuing this dream and helping you and helping you know all of us, right? And what I really want to do, look, let me tell you right now, if any of this has ever served you well, if you've turned your you know, health around, if you're in the middle of turning your health around, if you know someone who's a type 2 diabetic who's turned their health around, show me some love. Go on to lifeovertype2.com. Go to the contact me page. I would love to give you a platform. Typically, I am the guy that actively goes out and, you know, like um, ask, you know, people if they want to be interviewed and all this other stuff. However, to be totally true and honest and transparent, I am a finance professional. And if and while I'm recording this, if you haven't already noticed, the market is crazy. So work has been Crazy. You know, I've completely almost vanished. And this is really like the only thing that I have. And so by all means, what I really want to do is not necessarily, you know, um, talk about me or whatever, as much as this really is about giving you as many tools, tips, strategies, whatever it is, many resources as possible to free you and to support you and to empower you and to really kind of lift you up in ways that probably no one else ever has, know right now that I want to go out and do the same for others and actually give them a platform because this isn't about me. This is about all of us, right? If anything that I've ever said and will ever say has ever resonated with you one way or another, please know that I'm just a regular dude. And if I can have my way, I'd be eating peanut butter and jelly to this day. Anyway, so let's get right, right to it. So if you do know somebody who would love to share their story and even some of their progress, right, let's all share the love. Um, Go ahead and go to lifeovertech2.com and then, um, you know, go ahead and click on the contact me, please contact me and let me know who you is or, you know, if you'd like to share your story. So. Let's get down with the boogie. So what I'm gonna do right now is really kind of shortcut years of me beating up on myself and trial and error in the hopes that for you, regardless of where you are, or depending on where you are, I should say, on your journey, may this really help you and serve you extremely well and make things really easy for you. Okay, so here's what I mean. When I first started out, if you know the whole story, I started out vegan, then I went from vegan to slow carb, then slow carb to paleo, then I went paleo to keto, and I was keto for maybe like two and a half, close to three years, right? After that, I went zero carb, right? And then, after a while, I I was that guy who would beat on my chest forever saying, yeah, this diet this, and that diet that, woo! You know what I mean? Until I realized at the end of the day, I didn't want to play that game with myself anymore, and I just wanted to be myself, wanted to be myself. And I was like, okay, as a type two diabetic, we all know that we need to watch our blood sugar, you know? And I'm not the brightest guy in the world. So I started going out and I started looking at square one. I went all the way back to square one. And I'm like, all right, look, dude, if I want to be myself, and I started looking at if, you do, if you've ever done this, right? If you're ever going on a diet and you like went out and you printed a list, okay, you go out and you print a list, and you start looking at the foods on this diet, I'm not the brightest guy in the world, okay? But I basically went like this: I'm like, look, if I'm a type 2 diabetic, if I know that type 2 diabetes, is an uncontrolled blood sugar for type 2 diabetes, okay, whether I'm looking at case studies from around the world, looking at people, you know, brothers and sisters just like you and I struggling on Facebook, or if I even walk into the local hospital, people just like you and I bless their hearts on the their deathbed, and I know it's because, we all know, because, you know, like, uncontrolled blood sugars can lead for type 2 diabetics to everything from going deaf, blind, heart attacks, kidney failure, stroke, you know, amputations, going all through this stuff, and it's typically not one of, but a combination of these things that could wreck us, I'm like, dude, I don't want that, you know what I mean? So I look at this, I'm not the brightest guy in the world, okay, so I literally started looking at these lists, and I asked one super simple, stupid Question, which was, look, if I know that high blood sugars can lead to all this goofy stuff, and I don't want that, what foods on this diet don't spike my blood sugar or spike it very little? Okay, and here's what I did. I started, you know, highlighting foods. Okay, and then I went to the n- another diet. I asked the same question, sort of highlighting foods. Went to another diet, sort of highlighting foods. By the way, if you actually want to see this, like in action, or you know, basically how I really like unfolded it out, so you can literally see how like a seven-year-old could do it. I'm um, you know, lifeovertype2.com backslash 21 days. Anyway, so I literally got to the point where I'm like, okay, these are all the same foods, right? Like how many times can you see like, you know, chicken, 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 spinach, 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 right? So this got super redundant. So then I I was like, all right, so I went out and I bought these highlighters from uh, Target, okay? And I started highlighting these foods, the more that they matched, so if they matched, it was like you know from lighter to darker. So like if you matched once, it was like yellow; twice, it was like you know orange, and then like you know I think it was like you know hot pink, and then you know like blue, green, whatever, right? And the the more that they matched, the more that I started to highlight them. And before you, I knew it. I had this color coded hierarchy, a color coded chart, like that's like so crazy kindergarten, right? And I was like, oh my goodness, right? And it didn't matter if it was like Mediterranean. It was, didn't matter if it was keto. It didn't matter if it was. You know, vegan, it didn't matter. Whatever it was, it was this hierarchy of colored foods. And I'm like, dude, duh, right? And I'm like, okay, it can't be this simple. There's no way it could be this simple, okay? So I started to look and I I stopped looking at what all these different diet proponent people were saying, to be totally straight with you, because they were all saying the same thing, right? It doesn't matter if you're looking at, and here's what I mean. Go If you have Netflix, go on a Netflix right now or over the weekend or whatever, and I'll give you three movies to watch, okay? Go ahead and watch um, watch the Paleo way. It's a series, okay, um, which is the Paleo Diet. Then watch the Miracle Pill. That's the keto one, okay? And then feel free to watch any of the vegan ones except for like the the crazy conspiracy ones. Like, eh, maybe not so much, right? Um, one that got me was, um, there's a couple of them, um, the Gerson Therapy one, um, The Beautiful Truth, Um, there's, uh, Simply Raw, which is where they take 20, uh, type 1 and type 2 diabetics and they reverse their diabetic symptoms within 30 days in a raw vegan diet. Um, and then there's another one. Um, obviously there's Forks Over Knives. There's, there's a handful of them out there. Anyways, go ahead and binge watch that stuff. And here's exactly, I'll tell you right now, what you're going to see. Okay. You're going to see the before and after stories. You're going to see these emotional twists and then you're going to see some, you know, uh, some 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 uh, positioning to sell the diet partially and then some scientific juju on top of that. So then you have the trifecta, right? You've got this emotional story, then you've got the scientific juju and then you've got the positioning of selling a diet, okay? God bless their hearts, but that's just what you're gonna see. The funny thing about that is feel free to do this. Mute the freaking movie, fast forward all, like whatever noise they can make with their face, whatever you know, portrayal that they can try to feed our eyeballs or whatever, and wait until you say, "Hey, you're doing this with your food? Cool. What's on your plate? Show me what's on your plate, dude. Right? And then just fast forward through all the stuff and wait till they show the food. What you can't help but notice is that so many of these foods are the same. Okay. And then I was like, okay, dude, there has got to be like no way, right? Like, and you can do that right now. Okay. If you don't have a, if you don't have a, uh, um, a Netflix thing, dude, get one for one month. 10 bucks, okay? You want to like pay 10 bucks and shortcut all this other stuff and be able to see right through what people are saying? If anybody ever walks up to you and you're like, hey, I'm getting awesome results. And you're like, how? On my diet. And you're like, cool. What foods are on your diet? And you're like, this. And you're like, me too. Okay? Like that simple. Okay? Anyway, at the time, I didn't know it was that simple. and All these like bells and whistles in my head were going off. Like no way, D. Like, no way. That's just not right. Even though, like, dude, even a second grader can be like, uh, yeah, dude, uh, you know, spinach is spinach and chicken is chicken. Anyway, I was like, okay, all these people are going to give us crazy science juju and good for them. Okay. All of these people are going to be showing us before and after stories of people turning their lives around, regardless if it's one side of the spectrum or the other. Good for them. Okay. Because regardless of my political beliefs or anybody's beliefs or whatever, If you could see somebody, like another type 2 diabetic, just like you and I, and they're happy, they're full of life, their family loves them, like, and they have this whole new lease on life. We all know, the a type 2 diabetic, like what we have, if we don't stop messing around, can jack us up. And if they're happy, I don't need to look at their plate. High five, dude, show me what you did. You know what I mean? Like, that's it, okay? Anyway, and if it works for me, cool. If it doesn't work, no worries. As long as you're happy, as long as you're good, high five, Okay. Now, part of this whole like irrational, emotional part of my brain was like, no D, there's more to it. There's gotta be more to it. And I'm like, you know what? No problem, no problem. So I went on and I'm like, okay, so how was I diagnosed, right? I took a a super simple, stupid step back. I'm like, dude, how was I diagnosed? And whenever we go to our quarterly appointment with our provider, what's the BS test? How can we set things on fire? Because I don't want to play myself for an idiot anymore. I don't want to play these games anymore. I don't want to do any of that stuff anymore. I want to be free. I want to be free to be myself. And I was like, okay. I was diagnosed, guess what, with a blood panel. Whenever I get told I'm doing a good job or a crappy job, they look at my blood panel, right? And so I was like, all right, cool. What if I ignore, now that I can see that these are all the same foods, what if I just ignore all of that stuff that these diet people are saying? And what if I looked at doctors who specifically focus on the blood? Let's change the game here, okay? Instead of saying, hey, look, you know, eat this diet or that diet or whatever, and look at this guy's XYZ, you know, before and after story. Let me make you cry, and then when you cry, and then when your emotions are vulnerable, let me go ahead and stick you with some scientific stuff, and then pitch you a diet, right? Like, I'm not going to do any of that stuff, right? Like, let's get right to it. And so I was like, okay. How do I know this is real? Oh, you're gonna look at my blood numbers cool i'm I'm the kind of guy where I'm gonna shoot for the top like who's who's who can I model from the top down? because if i I used to tell myself this, I used to be like, dude, if I can just get one tenth of the results that that person's getting, just a tenth. And they're like that far ahead. Then cool. Even if I'm not like, you know, gung ho super whatever and I don't have to try to put myself in somebody else's shoes, high five. Right? It's exactly what I did. So I went on I went on to Amazon and I bought these books. I bought Dr. Diadamo's, uh, you know, eat right for your blood type. I um, Because if they're looking at blood, I'm gonna look, go to doctors who specifically focus on the blood. And then I ended up buying Dr. Mark Hyman's blood sugar solution, okay? And then for type two diabetics, which I think is the handbook, okay? Dr. Bernstein's diabetes solution. Now, let me tell you something. To put things in perspective, just as to just how influential this gentleman's work is, and he doesn't get any credit for it, okay? In fact, I look forward to, you know, one day interviewing this gentleman. I had reached out to his office, and I'm, uh, they let me know that they want to do something potentially here in the summer. Maybe it'll land, maybe it won't. Either way, let me share with you just how transformational this is. If you've ever seen anybody Or if you've ever seen a blood tester for type 2 diabetics or type 1 diabetics, we can all probably thank Dr. Bernstein. Dr. Bernstein's story, and please feel free to look this up, Dr. Bernstein's story, I think it was either in the 60s or the 70s. I want to say the 60s. In the 60s, he found that he was a diabetic. And um, a lot like a lot of us, he had, you know, he was told, "Hey, you got to do this diet, you got to do that diet," and a lot like me. What made him resonate with me is that he went the vegan route, and it blew up in his face. Nothing wrong with going vegan, but you know, obviously, different things work for different folks, which is why I have the four pillar approach, which is a really easy way to start in the middle and then grow as you like, and then obviously, you know, not only that it allows you to adapt as your as your body adapts. But anyways, um, when it came to um, Dr. Bernstein in the '60s his wife, rest her heart, um, she's no longer with us, but his wife, he was not a doctor at the time. I believe he was either like an engineer or a lawyer or something like that. And back then they used to have a blood alcohol testing thing for like drunks at like the, uh, at like the police stations where they would actually check their blood. And it would actually give a blood sugar or something like that. I don't something of that accord. Uh, please feel free to look it up. I think the New York Times did a two stories on him, one in the eighties and another one um, somebody did about him regarding his work in the sixties. And long story short, he found this blood testing machine, which back then was like nine hundred bucks. Which to, in today's dollars, you know, it's probably a few grand. And he had a really simple, super simple, stupid approach that's so, we take it for granted now. We super take it for granted now, which is, is my doctor going to look at my blood sugar numbers? Yeah. Whoa! why don't I look at him? You know what I mean? Like, ding! You know what I mean? Like, hello. And so anyways, he, at the time, you couldn't have access to this machine. But thankfully, to his wife, because she was in the medical field, he had an inn to get his hands on one. And long story short, he was the influence to your standard 012 or 123 test. I call it the three step shortcut because I basically tailored it up and share with people how I took his idea and basically just kind of put a couple of tweaks to it and um, how it really just kind of transformed my life and really kind of freed me from dieting and I'll share with you how to do it right now okay so um, dr. Bernstein is three the the three the three steps is basically tipping ourselves taking 30 seconds to tip ourselves before. Our first bite, an hour after, and another hour after that. Okay, and what we'll find is we'll have a three step turn. Okay, three numbers. Okay, now normally he actually has a more, uh, he has, a, he has additional steps, meaning that if by hour two, if it continues to rise, to continually test yourself until it drops. I think every 30 minutes or every hour, something of that sort. So then that way you actually get a really elongated curve, if you will, right? Kind of like, look, you know, kind of like when we were kids and like fourth and maybe like sixth grade or fifth grade when we learned like how to look at a line chart, right? Um, but anyway, and it was super simple, right? You're like, oh, hey, like we all kind of know like at the end of the day, everybody's body is different, right? Like I have, for example, I work with some friends in my office that are African American. Okay, tall. Okay, one of them is vegan. The other one is not vegan. Guess what? One body's one guy's body reacts a certain way, and they're in the same shape. They're both like they're both athletes. I think both of them at one time played semi-professional, professional professional, uh, basketball. Okay, these guys are shredded. They're in phenomenal shape. Okay. One happens to be vegan, the other one happens to be an omnivore, okay? Obviously, we all know that people's body reacts different, okay? Like, I don't look like them. They have different genetics, and even though they are both African American, both tall, both athletic, even within them, one's vegan, the other one's not, and, you know, they're both in phenomenal shape. You couldn't tell the difference, okay? And so what it does is it highlights and allows us to be honest and human again. Like, oh, wow. Like, if I don't, you know, if I eat X, Y, Z food, like, and my body reacts a little bit different, I don't have to beat myself up. Like, no, it just means that our body's a little different. That's all. You know, does it make you a bad person? No, it doesn't make you a bad person. I'll tell you right now, like, I'm one of these people that my blood sugar spikes when I eat pork. Does it mean that I'm like a monkey or something? Like, no, it just means that my body reacts not that great with pork. Okay, you know what I mean? Like, all right, okay. And that's that's just the highlight. I mean, in this book, um, he goes over insulin phasing, how insulin phasing, uh, the differences between type one and type two. Obviously, we kind of know the difference. However, he gets really into the nuance. Insulin phasing for type 2 diabetics and even obese type 2 diabetics is really where I started to take off. And I don't want to talk about that. I really want to kind of focus on um, a lot of really strong premises of this book because here's the deal. Really between both of these books, okay? So what you're going to find is, is that in the foods that both of these books have, um, the reason why I say it's the key to freedom is what you'll find in Dr. Bernstein's book, he leans a little bit more towards protein. Now this part of my life, I am a little more towards protein uh, for a couple reasons. One, you know, i'm I'm in a point in my life where I really want to exercise, um, I want to stay satiated, um, I want to be able to build you know good muscle. I don't want to spike my blood sugar. Um, I don't like the whole dieting thing where you get hungry all the time. And I found that eating protein a lot of the times, like if when I was, when I was like for example, I'll I'll give you both uh, sides of the coin, right? When I was um, vegan, um, I was eating all the time and I was hungry. Dude, I was crazy starving, you know? Like I was eating plants and stuff like that. It works for a lot of people. So high five to that. I'm not saying anything bad about vegan diet. I'm just being honest in the fact that when all I ate was plants, I was starving all the bloody time okay um, especially when I was doing like like eating a lot of like just raw vegan meals and nothing was even warm and I wasn't satiated like man that was that was rough um, the other part about that is that even when I was doing like let's say keto okay and I'm doing all these fat macros okay and I would like literally start um, you know eating to an app and making sure, That I would hit my macros. And then next thing you know, I'm doing all these different things to up, you know, my fats, right? In the very beginning, it was dirty fat. It was everything from, you know, like cheese or like, you know, butter or whatever. And then when I cleaned it up, it would be everything from, you know, like extra virgin olive oil, chia seeds, salmon, avocado, avocado oil, um, you know, just um, macadamia nuts and all this other stuff. However... Even though I'd eat all these, especially when we recognize the fact that, you know, uh, fat is very calorically dense. Right? So I'd be eating all these calories. I'd be putting, you know, anything from, like, you know, extra virgin olive oil to, like, butter on this stuff. Especially if I'm trying to, like, you know, flatline the carbs or whatever. And I would eat this fat. But, you know, like, let's be real here. If you look at, like, a thousand calories of olive oil versus like a thousand calories of like a New York steak, guess which one's going to keep you full for longer? The steak, you know what I mean? Obviously, Um, or if it's fish or chicken or whatever. And uh, anyway, here's the other part, okay? When I was, I'll tell you right now how both diets, both extremes kind of um, blew uh, blew up in my face a couple different times. When I was vegan, a very high carb, low cal. Like you're, sp- you're supposed to cut your calories. Okay, there's no way you can eat like you know five trillion grams of sugar and then you know f- five five thousand calories and expect to have a decent blood panel. Okay, um, the way that it obviously works, the reason why they say hey calorie restriction. Well, dude, we all know like is learning in fifth grade like a, an average is highs, lows, numbers in between. So if we spike the blood sugar, have high carbs now. But then we stop eating because we're cutting calories. Well, yeah, we're gonna have high highs, low lows, and the average is somewhere in the middle. Okay, easy way to manipulate numbers. Um, when it, and but at the same time, whenever we do that and we're very high carb, um, when it blew up in my face, I was eating like you know peanut butter and hummus and stuff like that, and I threw that fat in there, high carb, high fat. We all kind of know it's like almost like eating, you know, ice cream, right? Like high fat, high sugar, um, you know, bingo, right? Or at least, you know, cheap ice cream. Good ice cream, you know, we can obviously tailor the ingredients, right? Um, and when I had those two extremes, guess what would happen? Of course, my blood sugar was me all over the place. Of course, my triglycerides would be all over the place, right? Same thing when I was even when I was doing keto, and I would like. Um, there was a time where I just went, you know, face first, and and for me, if I could be totally honest, in the very beginning, it would only last for so long before I ended up cheating. And then when I cheated since I went straight from like high fat and I didn't blend myself over I didn't have a period of high you know high protein in the middle I just went from high fat to high carb I'd go in for a test and my blood sh- my blood panel would you know look all jacked up and it's not keto's fault it's not you know whatever sure I'm responsible for sticking what I did in my mouth right now when I went in the middle, when I wasn't on some extreme, thank you, Dr. Bernstein, when I, when I was in the middle here and I was eating a little more protein, I found out that if I went off a little bit higher on my, um, you know, a little bit higher on my carbs and I would test myself, I didn't have to be so paranoid. When I would go higher protein and maybe go a little higher on the fats or whatever, I didn't. I still didn't have to be that paranoid. And I was like, huh, okay. I didn't see that coming. You know what I mean? I really did not see that coming. Um, And the beautiful part about it is it's all 100% numbers driven, right? Um, It allows us to be, I was literally, it went for me and I hope this serves you well. When I was blind, I was like that kid Who was manipulated by my own thoughts, you know? I used to be paranoid about fat when obviously it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that, you know, like, chia seeds and salmon and avocado is not the same as Crisco. You know what I mean? So not all fat is the same, you know? And then I I used to be uh, real paranoid about, um, you know, uh, carbohydrates when obviously... You know, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out that you know, like a bowl of sugar and a bowl of Brussels sprouts are not the same thing. Um, and the faster that I actually, actually went to like turn on the lights and look at my blood sugar, I literally went from that kid who was like paranoid, thinking that there was like bed bugs or you know monsters under my bed, to turning on the lights and being like, oh, there's nothing there, right? Um, to being like, oh, I can actually get away with a little more carbs and it's not going to kill me. Like, I'm actually, my blood sugars are still normal. Like, what? You know? Um, and the reason why is the type of carbohydrate, right? We're not playing each other for goofballs here. Nobody's a goofball, right? It's the type of carbohydrate low glycemic, low carbohydrate, right? These are typically going to be a low glycemic vegetable, okay? Um, and the beautiful thing about that is when I realized that, Here's what probably no one else will probably ever tell you. If you have crazy carb cravings, eating that kind of carbohydrate, sure, it's not freaking Cheerios, you know what I mean? But what's weird is, is that when we actually start to eat that kind of carbohydrate, as far as when I say that, like, you know, more vegetables and stuff like that, your body gets to the point where it shuts out the other stuff because it's getting so much more nutrients. And sure, it's getting getting them via carbohydrate, And it's an extremely powerful tool to help kill cravings like once and for all. Okay? Um, And so that was a huge one. Huge shouts out to Dr. Bernstein. Um, I can't give... I mean, dude, the book... I have it right in front of me here. The book is like... What is this? 530 pages? You know? It's like the Bible. Um, I can't give it enough credit. It's a phenomenal book. Um, I think that every type 2 diabetic... Even if you don't necessarily agree with his view on diet, which not every type 2 diabetic does. Not a big deal. You know, this isn't a this isn't a one person's cool, the other person's an idiot type of thing. It's really about, you know, who wants more resources and who really wants to empower themselves to be the best, healthiest possible, you know, easiest, um, happiest version of themselves. Right? I do, you know. And one of the cool thing is is cool things is that within this book, Aside from views on diet, there's just so many good things in there. Now, on the other side of that scale, so he's kind of like a little more on the protein side. Now, let's go on the other side of the scale, but however, within the same spectrum, which is Dr. Mark Hyman, okay, Dr. Mark Hyman um, of the Cleveland Clinic, okay. Dr. uh, Mark Hyman's work, I love this book, Um, basically it's The Blood Sugar Solution And this is what really kind of helped me, these two books together really kind of helped free me because I was like, oh my goodness. When I did the whole highlighter trick and I looked down and I'm like, oh yeah, dude, like all these different diets are claiming that they help type 2 diabetics because they help control blood sugar. And like what foods on this diet don't spike blood sugar, (laughs) right? And the next thing you know, I had a list. You know, like kind of like, you know, um, a list that was like that basically covered the basis of the foundational pieces of all these different diets. So whenever someone's like, hey, I'm doing Mediterranean, I'm like, yeah, I can eat that, too. You know, like, hey, I'm eating keto. Yeah, me too. Hey, I'm eating paleo. Yeah, I can eat that, too. You know, like all day long. Like I wasn't. And the beautiful thing is, is like, hey, I can eat Mexican food. Hey, I can go to the steakhouse. Hey, I can go wherever. And like people can't even tell that I'm eating my blood, like, eating to control of my blood sugar. The reason why is because I'm eating the books that these doctors are using. To control blood sugar, which just so happened to be the same ones on that highlighter trick. And the other side of that scale was the work of Dr. Mark Hyman. And he has a little bit of a different version of it. So instead of saying, you know, high, high protein, he's like, hey, high, high vegetables. And then use your protein as a kind of as a condiment. You know what I mean? So go ahead and get your leafy greens in, get all your different vegetables in, a lot of green stuff. Okay, a lot, a lot of greens. And then, you know, go ahead and stick if you want some chicken in there, throw some chicken in there, you know, fish, beef, whatever it is. If you get down on pork, I guess you can have that, too. Um, However, as simplistic as it sounds, when we look at the dietary spectrum from one extreme to the other, and I'll tell you right now, all these diets have something good. To learn from okay, when we're looking for freedom, I'm a I'm a big believer for you, for me, for everyone. This is what freed me, which is why I want to share this with you. I sincerely believe that freedom should never come with a new shiny pair of handcuffs. You know, I don't think that freedom comes with a glass ceiling. And when we look at these two books. It's like, okay, one of them is saying lower carb, higher on the protein, Dr. You know, Dr. Bernstein. The other one here, Dr. Hyman, is still saying we're going to chase blood sugar. However, we're going to use the right type of carbohydrate, mainly a lot of veggies. And then we're going to go ahead and supplement in healthy fats and protein. Healthy fats and protein. And you're like, huh. OK, and when we look at the two extremes, one saying basically, you've got to eat nothing but plants and nothing else. And obviously, like, there's even those, even that camp is even divided, right? For example, there's the Newcastle diet. Newcastle diet for type 2 diabetics say non-starchy vegetables, six to 800 calories a day, 600 to 800 calories a day, vegetables only, non-starchy. Okay, the other side of that same vegan side of the scale says fruits, eat a bunch of fruits, get away from the, you know, even the plant based fats, like get away from, you know, um, know, like walnuts, even and all this other stuff, just eat fruits. And you're like, dude, for real, like just fruits, like, whoo, that's rough. You know what I mean? Like, dude, that's rough. Like, is it even cooked? You know what I mean? Like, dang, for real. Like, Anyway. And then we have the other side of the scale, right? Completely opposite side of the scale, where let's say you look at the work of Dr. Sean Baker, okay, Um, you know, where he's just eating steak and eggs basically all day, every day. And then you also work at, you look at the work of uh, Dr. Paul Saladino, right? Who's more of a keto, um, you know, go ahead and eat the fat and eat a lot of internal organs nose to tail, Zero carb, you know, no, no plants, no nothing. The crazy thing is is that a lot of these people saying this stuff, they're all in phenomenal shape, you know, but they're living on this crazy extreme and good for them and good for them for sharing everything they're learning. I think we all can use the resources. However, you know, can I fairly expect you and everyone around us and all this other stuff to live on a one-sided extreme Every single meal, every single day for the rest of their life, like ah, uh, probably not, you know what I mean, probably not, And when we look at the middle, the space in the middle, so if you can imagine like two triangles where the top like imagine putting the so imagine a triangle right where the flat part is on the bottom, and the very point is at the top, and imagine two of those, and you put' them, you put them on their side, and you put the two bottoms together. Okay, that's kind of what the dietary spectrum looks like, right? You have this really fine point where it, you know, it's so limited. The foods that you can are so limited. It comes to this really sharp diamond point on one side, and then on the opposite side you have the same thing. But in the middle, you got this huge open space. That is where I found Mr. Bernstein and Mr. Mark Hyman. Okay, um, because now that we understand that we can actually eat more like not all carbohydrates are the same and we can have more vegetables we can actually feed into that part of our body that's causing those crazy cravings and then when we do that with nutrient dense extremely healthy foods not only does it kill the cravings but our energy level goes up our inflammation goes down we start you know we start sleeping better Everything starts to turn around, and because we're not on some crazy extreme, that's the secret that I use, y'all. Like, when I go to, like, a Thai restaurant, you know, a Mexican restaurant, a Vietnamese restaurant, American steakhouse, a salad place, it doesn't matter. Why? Because I can either go higher protein, like, let's say I'm going to have, you know, let's say I go somewhere... Where um, they you can't help but notice there's a lot of different places where they're sneaking like flour and sugar in. It's just for non-diabetics, it's natural to almost have that in all kinds of stuff, right? All right, cool, man. If I can't order something a particular way, right? Like let's say we go to a family restaurant and um, I get there late and so I don't get to order what I want to eat off the menu. Because normally if you just order whatever, you just tell them what you want. I mean, it's not hard, right? Um, but let's say I show up late. All right, cool. Let me lean into the more protein stuff, right? Let me lean into that. And then that way, you know, then I'll backfill on like, you know, veggies and stuff like that. Um, At the other, in the other, in the other direction, not every place is going to eat like that. Let's say I go to a Sunday brunch or something like that with the family, right? And we go to a really cool restaurant or whatever. And, um, you know, sure, I want to go ahead and maybe I'm going to work out later or something like that. Yeah, I'll go ahead and carb up. I'm, you know, I'm not eating like, you know, I'm not having like cherry Coke or anything like that. But yeah, I'll have, I'll have a bunch of veggies, you know, a bunch of veggies. And it feels great. It feels good. doesn't matter if I'm, you know, going to like whatever restaurant or if I'm eating out or eating in. It's super simple. And I have this huge playground in the middle. And before I knew it, I looked back and I was like, hey, when I was vegan, I learned that, you know, raw vegan, I learned that, you know, whenever you cook things, it can take a lot of, it can kill a lot of the natural ingredients, a lot of the natural, um, you know, enzymes and vitamins inside of the food. Okay. Does it mean that I have to like completely abstain from anything else? And that if I had like, you know, one little piece of like fish or chicken that all of a sudden it was like Cinderella and like all the vegetables would turn into horse crap, like Like instantly, like within a blink of an eye or something like that, like in my belly, like, no, no, my stomach is a big ball of acid. It's just going to go in there, dissolve, and then my body's going to take it up as fuel, right? Like, no, right? Um, At the same time, when I was like, you know, doing the whole paleo thing, you go into the paleo world, paleo, just so you know, is where I lost the most amount of weight. I had the biggest actual like body transformation, eating paleo stuff. Okay, at the same time, if you get all nerdy in there, you know, they're like, hey, you know, like they're literally arguing with each other about like, you know, what people ate in like Japan in the 1800s versus, you know, South America in the 1400s versus like the Paleolithic era as a filter of what we can eat today. Well, dude, like duh, like, get away from foods that are processed and that have been, fil- you know, GMO'd over time, like, okay, <laughs> there you go. You know what I mean? Like, in fact, that's like the basis that all these different diets, have in common. You know what I mean? Obviously there's like dirty keto and yes, that was a bridge for me to kind of, you know, kind of get in there um, and make some make, make some headway, which is why I always say start with foods that you already love that don't spike your blood sugar, right? That way you can still kind of eat whatever you're never feel left out. You're controlling your blood sugar and then that gives you an easy platform to go out and eat more and more. And the beautiful thing is that when you look at these two books, you'll probably find a lot of the same keys over and over and over. And then when you look at the different foods that they're using, you could probably find those same ingredients at dang near every store and every restaurant. Okay. Super, super simple. Okay. Super, super simple. And, uh, yeah, you know, it doesn't, man, it's, 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 Yeah, it's kind of crazy. I don't, uh, I really can't put it into words, you know. Um, I'll go out and I'm eating food and I'm, I'm really to the point where I look forward to eating out every single time. And it was weird because before there used to be this transformational period where in the very beginning I used to love going out because I was going to stuff my face, which I still do. But then I would like cause all kinds of damage. Then when I was doing these different diets, when we would go out, one of two things would happen. Either one, I'd be kind of bummed because, I'm man, I can't have whatever I wanted. You know what I mean? Or by the time I would like be doing some weird diet, I'd be jumping through so many hoops to try to get a decent plate out. That sure, it was kind of cute and kind of fun. I used to like beat my chest about it for a little bit. But at the end of the day, I was like, man, do I really got to jump through all these hoops? And by the time I actually just turned the lights on, no. You know? In fact, the real secret, <clears throat> wow, well, I just kind of went through puberty there in a split second. But the real secret is like when we look at the actual numbers, what we're going to essentially find is that What we're going to find is what works for our body, which if we completely, if I, if I completely ignored that over and over and over, probably a huge reason why I was just going to keep on failing. But nobody ever tells you that because the diet industry puts all this weird, you know, they they brainwashed us for so long. They're like, no, you're not an individual. You just got to put yourself in this box and eat this way forever. Oh, it doesn't work for your body. Sorry, we're going to turn your back on you. You're like, what? You know what I mean? Like, what was that ever cool? Like, you know what I mean? You know like it's crazy, right? Um however, now we don't have to play that game anymore. We don't have to play that game anymore. We can free ourselves from that. You know? And and not only that, like it allows us to have empathy for someone else who thinks that they're probably stuck having to play that game. The other part of that is that the real one of the biggest secrets and I kind of learned this with uh with um, Dr. Bernstein's book is when I actually started to like look at the numbers, here's what no diet will ever actually tell you, okay? And I'm probably gonna piss off a lot of diet people saying this, but they know it's true and they're not gonna tell you because it's gonna go against what they're trying to tell you with their diet, okay? But they know deep in their heart that it's true. So, you know, diet people trying to put all these type two diabetics in a box, sorry, but I'm gonna yank the rug out from under you. And here goes. When we actually look at our food, and we actually look at our numbers, here's what we're probably going to find. That there's going to be certain foods that don't spike our blood sugar, spike it very little, or even help us drive it down. And if all we did was put those in our back pocket, bingo. Okay? Bingo. Okay? Don't got to do all that work. You know what I mean? Don't have to go through all that all that hoopla. Okay? Hello? right and then from that from that we can build on that as a foundation oh it's pretty simple right guess who never told you that and i tell you that because that that super simple stupid common sense is what helped freed me and i hope that it absolutely frees you as well um and feel free to use it and do it with your doctor's care okay um, it's kind of funny um, how simplistic it it really is. Um, I think that, and I'm gonna close with this. So we had our our uh, our our garage remodeled, and I had one of my Life Over Type Two shirts on, and one of the guys comes in, and uh, he comes in and he's like, to give us a quote, and so he's doing this taking measurements or whatever and then he stops and he looks at my shirt and he's like hey what is that you know what does that mean and i was like oh yeah you know i'm a type 2 diabetic and I'm, you know my, my 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 passion in life is to go out now go out and help people with the same thing that i have and he's like really that's he's like dude that's so cool and i'm like um and all of a sudden he stops and he goes can i tell you something I'm like what's up and he goes my mom was a type 2 diabetic i'm like really and uh he's like yeah he goes it's hard i'm like why what's up you know and he's like how you know what are you doing and I'm like he's like you know are you shooting up every day and all this other stuff and I was like no I was you know I, I used to shoot up twice a day and take a half dozen pills but now I'm drug free and he's like what and he goes yeah he goes my doctor or my mom's doctor she basically had my mom taking you know medicine and then when it would go too hot, like too low, she would drink sugar and it would go up. And then when it would go too, you know, too high up, she would shoot up and go down. And then drink, you know, drink, you know, eat candy or something, and make it go up. And she was on this roller coaster. And long story short, he let me know that she ended up getting amputated, and unfortunately, she's no longer with us. And I think it was either his fiance or his wife now was going through the same exact thing. And it reminded me of this friend that I made at the gym. And his original doctor meant well. meant really well. Did the whole, gave him the talk. Put his finger in his chest and told him straight up, like, if you don't take care of this, here's what's going to happen. Gave him the talk. The doctor meant well. Unfortunately, what he told him and the foods that he was giving him was bad. He was like, you're going to eat this oatmeal? And then that's what you're going to have for dinner. You're going to have a bowl of oatmeal. And after that, for lunch, you're going to have some yogurt. And da, 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 And the doctor meant well. However, going through that same roller coaster is what eventually led my friend to going on dialysis. Now, when you go on dialysis, he met a nephrologist. Fancy words for saying a kidney doctor. Kidney doctor immediately was like, hey, what are you eating? Flipped his diet. You'll never guess what kind of foods he's eating. I'll leave that up to you, (laughs) right? Completely helped the gentleman out and improve his health. However, by this point, he was already on dialysis. And it only goes to, like, show. If he had that, if he talked to that nephrologist doctor first... Where would he be right now? He probably wouldn't be in the same position. Maybe, maybe not. But I'll tell you right now, that gentleman, when his first doctor, you know, talked to him, he was like you and I. He was morbidly obese. And all he did was take one step at a time and he lost all this weight. He took the action. He was just giving crappy advice. And I say that to you because I'm in these different Facebook groups and some of these doctors their egos are getting in the way of the life and the health of their own patients. So ask questions. Okay? Ask questions. If if your copay is $20, a really easy question that we can ask to our providers is is do you know of anyone in this network that's help type two diabetes either significantly drop the amount of drugs that they're on or help them completely get off. And if you're in a decent network, there's probably more than five doctors total. <laughs> you know what I mean? Within the one building, there's usually, you know, at least five, if not 20, you know, and then, well, if they've got like, let's say they've got like, you know, five buildings, well, that's a hundred, okay? If they really care about you, more than they do than their ego, just as much as any diet proponent really cared about us more than they do the diet that they're on, then they would fight for it to give us every resource that we deserve for the life that we've always wanted. And so I'm saying that because if all you have is like, let's say a $20 copay, a $50, $100 copay, imagine what people are spending every single month on their medicines. Imagine what it feels like when people these people some of our brothers and sisters go blind they go deaf they go amputated they get kidney failure and they go through the mix or the gamut if you will that ultimately you know we know we don't want to talk about it but man what if for the cost of a copay we got answers I'll leave you with that because I sincerely believe that you deserve every single shot at living the life you've always wanted. Simple, right? My heart's with you. Go crush. All right, later.